seconds begin. 30 seconds has begun. Vice Chair, staff is ready when you are. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the February 21st, 2024 Preservation Commission meeting. It is 5.30. This meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum? Thank you, Vice Chair. Commissioners, please unmute. Commissioner Merker? Here. Commissioner Burns? Here. Commissioner Montemayor? Here. Vice Chair Nair? Here. Chair Mixlovkin? Absent. Thank you. We have quorum. Great. I would like to remind members of the public in chambers that if you would like to speak on an agenda item, please turn in a speaker slip when the item begins. You will have two minutes to speak once you are called on. After the speaker, we will no longer accept speaker slips. We will now proceed with today's agenda. So please rise for the opening acknowledgments in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisenan people, the Southern Maidu, Valley Plains Miwok, and uh, Putwin Wintun peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe, may we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation of Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, lives, and lives. Thank you. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Our first business today is approval of the consent calendar. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar? Thank you, Vice Chair. I have no speaker slips for this item. Thank you. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? Is there a motion and a second for the consent cal calendar? Motion to approve the consent calendar. Motion to second. Will the clerk please call the roll for a vote? Thank you, Vice Chair. Commissioners, please unmute. Commissioner Marker? Yes. Commissioner Burns? Yes. Commissioner Montemayor? Yes. Vice Chair Nayer? Yes. Chair McSlavkin? Absent. Thank you. Motion passes. We will now proceed to the discussion calendar. Item number two is the ordinance listing 1950 Arden Way Home Savings and Loan Building as a landmark on the Sacramento Register of Historic and Cultural Resources. Is there a staff presentation? 
Thank you, commissioners. My name is Ella Cross, and I am a preservation intern at the city of Sacramento. In August 2023, the owners of Home Savings and Loan Building at 1950 Arden Way approached the city regarding a proposal to demolish the building and to replace it with drive-through restaurants. Although the building is not yet 50 years old, it was identified in the city's mid-century modern context statement and survey, 2017, as a notable example of new formalist architecture. In order to proceed with the development process, the preservation director instructed the applicant to provide an updated historical eligibility report. The property owner retained the historic consulting firm Dudek to prepare and submit property-specific background research and a historic research evaluation which found that the building did not meet any of the criteria for listing on the Sacramento Register, the California Register, or the National Register. The DUDEC report was circulated to various applicable neighborhood and interest groups to provide comment on the proposal and historic analysis. The preservation director received comments from Preservation Sacramento, Sacramento Modern, Kathy Strickland, the historian for Arden Arcade, and Adam Aronson, professor at Manhattan College and expert on Millard Sheets, all disputing the findings in the report and encouraging the building to be listed as a landmark. Also in disagreement with the findings of the DUDEC historic evaluation, the preservation director instructed staff to draft a historic evaluation of the building, the findings of which supported nomination for listing on the Sacramento Register under criteria three, four, and five. The staff prepared evaluation contradicts many of the findings of the DUDEC report that had initially determined the building was not historically significant due to its unknown architect, the insignificance of the mosaics and the building design, and the age and integrity of the building. 1950 Arden Way was the first permanent branch of home savings and loan built in Sacramento. Although not an architect, the well-known Californian artist, architectural designer, and educator, Millard Sheets was hired to design, decorate, and build all of the home savings branches beginning in the late 1950s. Millard Sheets created the first design drawings for the Sacramento branch in 1976, and it opened for business in 1978. Interior work continued on the building, and the final interior mural was installed in 1980. Especially notable are the two large mosaics over the front and rear entrances, designed by Sheets and executed by the talented artists of the Millard Sheets studio, the mosaics illustrate Sacramento history. The home savings and loan at 1950 Arden Way is an excellent example of the late new formalist, of a late new formalist commercial building. New formalism is characterized by its symmetry and by its smooth wall surfaces, usually of travertine or marble. New formalist architecture sought to reinterpret classical proportions and details through the lens of modernism. The Home Savings and Loan Building embodies these distinctive elements of new formalism with its monumental three-story scale, jewel box style massing with wide overhanging eaves, its integrated mosaics, symmetrical park-like lot with circular plaza, and with its book-matched Italian travertine exterior. For these reasons, the building embodies the distinctive characteristics of the new formalist style. 
making the property eligible under Sacramento Register Criterion 3. The Arden Branch was designed, decorated, and project managed by the multidisciplinary artist Miller Cheats and the artists of his atelier, the Miller Cheats Studio. Highly unusual and quite likely unique in modern American architectural history, an artist, not an architect, was hired to design and oversee the entire process of building over 100 commercial bank branches. Ardenway was one of the last projects before Sheets' retirement in 1980-81. We know that he was highly involved in its design and execution as shown by correspondence between Sheets and Home Savings Corporate Office held at the Smithsonian and at the Huntington Library. Most of the home savings and loan buildings in California are located in Southern California, making 1950 Arden Way a rare example in our region. Sacramento had two permanent purpose-built branches, both of which are still extant. Contrary to the revised Dudek findings, Sacramento did not have more than two home savings branches de designed by Miller Cheats Studio. Um, this one on Arden Way being the only one in city limits. Um, having two branches in one city was rare. In Northern California, the only cities prosperous enough to warrant two branches were San Francisco and Sacramento. Other notable works of Millard Sheets include the Scottish Rite Temple of Los Angeles, the Word of Life exterior mosaic at Notre Dame's Hesburgh Library, and uh, the Los Angeles County Seal. He is also known for his very successful body of work as a watercolorist and oil painter. For these reasons, 1950 Arden Way represents the work of a creative individual or master, making the property eligible under Sacramento Register Criterion 4. Finally, 1950 Ardenway is a unique commercial building that includes Sacramento-specific public art in its architectural design. With its prominent lot at the intersection of four major streets, its book-matched Italian travertine exterior, and its Sacramento-themed mosaics, the building was intended to be a landmark that would convey home savings and loans commitment to our city. Designed by the highly esteemed California artist Millard Sheets and executed by the talented professional artists of his studio, including Susan Hurdle and Dennis O'Connor, the exterior mosaics in hand-cut tiles display a high level of artistry and technical skill. They are integral and character-defining features of the building and exhibit high artistic values, making home savings and loan eligible under Sacramento Register Criterion 5. 1950 Arden Way has achieved significance within the past 50 years as the result of several factors. The foremost of these is that scholars now understand that commercial architecture has changed drastically since the late 1970s and early 80s. Earlier California commercial development, such as Arden Way, reflects that some businesses once sought to become long-term partners in the community by creating high-quality, artistic, and long-lasting buildings that would become landmarks. Rather than making cookie-cutter buildings which could be built quickly and cheaply in any city in America, Home Savings and Loan chose to entrust their entire branch branding strategy to a highly acclaimed California artist, 
Millard Sheets. Sheets and his studio sought to create branch buildings that would contribute to the beauty of the city around them. 1950 Arden Way was meant to be seen as a landmark and was meant to show home savings and loans commitment to Sacramento by its park-like site, its exceptionally high quality construction and materials, as well as by its inclusion of Sacramento-specific public art. It was designed to be a pleasant place for both customers and employees. It shows respect for the community which surrounds it by offering beauty and community-specific public art for everyone's enjoyment. The quality of design and attention to detail at 1950 Arden Way is nowadays rarely seen outside of civic architecture. Scholars of architecture, especially in Southern California, which has a much greater concentration of former home savings and loan branches, have recognized the exceptional architectural significance of these buildings since the mid-2000s. The Getty Museum and the Huntington Library have both sought to help preserve home savings branch buildings through scholarly research and through the acquisition of archival collections. The Getty Museum, as a part of its Pacific Standard Time initiative, has brought thousands of interested visitors to tour Millard Sheets designed home savings and loan buildings in Los Angeles and nearby communities, including examples from the late 1970s. A further factor contributing to the exceptional significance of 1950 Arden Way is the scholarly interest in the multidisciplinary work of Millard Sheets and his atelier. Sheets' work as an architectural designer, a watercolorist, an oil painter, and a muralist continues to receive scholarly attention and is regularly included in museum collections across the United States. Several monographs have been published on Sheets' work and a documentary was released in 2015. The work of the Millard Sheets studio artists has recently begun, begun to receive its own fair share of scholarly interest with the acquisition of the Dennis O'Connor archives by the Huntington Library. These factors should all be considered when assessing the ex exceptional significance of the building despite its being only 46 years old. By comparing current images with the historic 1978 photographs of the building supplied by the Huntington Library, it is apparent that the building retains a very high state of integrity. Minor exterior changes include the removal of corporate signage from all four sides of the building, its entry doors, and its thresholds. Fencing has been added around two of the ground floor planter boxes. It is possible that a bronze-colored UV film has been applied to the building's windows and doors, or that clear glass was replaced with bronze-tinted glass at some point. However, after further conversation with the architectural history curator at the Huntington Library regarding the effects of age-related color shift in historic photographic negatives, it is also possible that the windows and doors were always tinted bronze to match their frames. What is certain is that the minor changes made to the exterior over time have not changed the original design and that 1950 Arden Way retains its integrity. For these reasons, it is reasonable that home, the Home Savings and Loan Building is eligible as a landmark 
under Sacramento Register Criteria 3, 4, and 5. Thank you. This concludes my presentation. Thank you so much. Before we go to public comment, is the property owner here and like to speak? Good evening. Do I have a time limit or? I mean, I only need probably five or six minutes. I just want to make sure I'm not on public comment time. No, no time limit. Okay, thank you. All right. Uh, good evening, commissioners. My name is Amy Higuera. I'm a partner at Downey Brand, and I'm here tonight on behalf of the property owner. Um, you'll have seen that we submitted uh, a letter and some additional materials from DUDEC uh, that were responding to the comments the city received, as well as the city's historic evaluation and the staff reports that have been prepared. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you all got that uh, prior to tonight. Um, so as stated in the staff report, um, at the city's request, uh, the property owner hired DUDEC to prepare that historic evaluation of the building. And DUDEC was specifically selected to do that work because they are on the city's list of pre-approved environmental consultants. They're a well-known and well-respected consulting firm. And they had two of their senior architectural historians, one of whom has specific and extensive experience with late mid-century architecture, evaluate the building and prepare the report. Um, and those same experts have reviewed all of the comments that the city received, as well as the city's evaluation and the staff reports, and they continue to stand behind their conclusion that the building does not meet the requirements for listing on any historic register. Um, so I just want to summarize a few of the key points from DUDEC's response for you tonight, um, starting with criterion three and whether the building embodies the distinctive characteristics of a style type period or method of construction. Um, and so while DUDEC agrees that the building is an example of new formalism, they conclude that it does not embody the distinctive characteristics of that style. And that's because it's missing several key features and design elements that are described in DUDEC's letter. Um, it was also desi designed right after the new formalist period had ended, and they base that conclusion on several sources that they cite in their letter that define when that period began and ended. And again, because the building is less than 50 years old, it would need to meet the standard of exceptional significance, which DUDEC continues to conclude can't be met here. Um, as for criterion four, for resources that represent the work of an important creative individual or master, so following the preservation director hearing, we asked DUDEC to go to the Huntington Library and review the archives themselves um, to determine whether there was any indication that Millard Sheets had designed the building, as had been stated in the city's evaluation and at the staff presentation at that hearing and tonight. And DUDEC provided a summary of their findings. It's included in the packet we sent you as the last attachment. But in sum, they conclude that Frank Hamolka and Associates was likely the architect of record. And while the Millard Sheets design studio was involved, there's no indication in those files that Sheets himself was actually the architect or the designer. Um, DUDEC also cites to the design of the building itself, which is larger and taller than the jewel box style that was associated with Millard Sheets, um, as, as an indicator that it was not designed by him. As for criterion five, uh, for resources that possess high artistic value, 
DUDEC assessed the three murals as part of its evaluation of the building and concluded that they did not elevate the overall design to give the building high artistic value. Um, again, they don't believe that Millard Sheets designed those murals and they should be attributed to Susan Hertel. And while DUDEC agrees that the murals have artistic merit, they don't have the necessary significance to elevate the property as a whole for listing, especially under that exceptional importance criteria. Uh, and they note that hundreds of similar murals were completed as part of home savings banks and still exist today. Uh, along those same lines, DUDEC pointed out that there are eight home savings and loan association buildings that are remaining in Sacramento, four additional branches in the surrounding areas, uh, over 30 home savings branches in the state, all with mosaics still intact. And based on that, DUDEC concludes that the building and the murals here are not rare. Um, DUDEC also believes the building may not have the level of integrity that's been asserted in the city's evaluation. There are renderings in those files at the Huntington that indicate there may have been artwork and other detailing that is missing from the building, either because it wasn't included due to cost-cutting measures um, or because they're just no longer there. Uh, overall, based on the relative weakness of the building's new formalist design, its missing details and artwork, and the property's inability to meet the threshold for exceptional significance, DUDEC concludes that the building is precluded from qualifying as an eligible property for listing. Um, in closing, I just want to note that the owner purchased this property in 2021. There was no indication during their due diligence prior to purchase that the building might be considered historic. It's not located in a historic district. It's less than 50 years old, so they weren't on notice that it might become eligible. And then after purchase, they worked with city planning staff for more than 18 months before this issue actually got raised. Um, and just a point of clarification, the staff report said the um, owners approached the city about the drive-through use in August 2023, but it was actually in September of 2022. Um, but in any event, the planner they've been working with has been with the city for a long time. He's knowledgeable on city policy, but even he had no indication that the building might be subject to listing prior to the preservation director notifying him in July 2023. And the one citation that the city provided to the owner in August of 2023 to any public document where this information might have been found was a parenthetical mention in the SAC Modern Historic Context Statement. But again, this was just a notation of the address and as, as an example of new formalist design. It was not a designation or indication of any historic significance. So from the owner's perspective, it just seems sort of fundamentally unfair to be attempting to list the property now. And if there are buildings that the city wants to list, there has to be a better way to provide notice of that. Um, and that concludes my remarks. Thank you. Thank you so much. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Vice Chair. I have two speakers slips. The first speaker is William Bird. Good evening, my name is William Berg. On behalf of the Board of Directors of Preservation Sacramento, we've already sent a letter of support for this listing, but staff mentioned uh, a number that this building's 46 years old, and uh, it occurred to me that not far from the spot where this building is, uh, over uh, maybe less than half a, half a mile away, were the Sacramento Cynodomes. 
architecturally significant, but outside the city limits and thus not subject to evaluation by a city with, with a historic preservation program. And so uh, demolished at 46 years old. A little closer to downtown Sacramento in 1973, a building that was built in 1927, the Alhambra Theater, was 46 years old when it too was demolished because the city of Sacramento at the time had no preservation ordinance. And so here we are half a century later uh, talking about a, a building that people still lament the destruction of even though they weren't necessarily born when it was still standing. And uh, this is a building that's not just significant, but identified by city staff and evaluators as exceptionally significant. And we hope that you will vote in support of listing it in the Sacramento Register and pass that recommendation to the city council. And regarding the, the owner's question of, you know, owner, you know Property owners really should know if the building is potentially historic. That is an excellent point that should be raised to city council. What we need is a citywide survey of historic buildings so people will know in advance where to build and what to take a closer look at. But thank you to the city for its diligence in moving forward with listing this building. Good evening. Thank you for your comment. Our next speaker is Kathy Strickland. Good evening. Um, I live in Arden Arcade, which is in the county of Sacramento. We have no um, preservation commission in, in the county. Um, and yet in Arden Arcade, Arden Arcade was built between 1945 and 1965, leaving barely a lot anywhere empty. Um, the fact that you are looking at a building that is in, in my world is extraordinary in both art and architecture for mid-century. Um, really, really is exciting to me. And I, I do hope that you approve this designation. Just across the street, Ethan Way, is Arden Arcade. And like I said, everything there was built, except what has been built in more recent times, replaced and built. Uh, was built between 45 and 65, mostly between 55 and 65. We have Googies. We have mid-century modern. We have the most extraordinary structures in the, in the area. And my hope here is in seeing this through, designating it for preservation, um, 1950 Arden Way, is that that will go perhaps to my government leaders and their ears will hear it, and they will understand that these are buildings that are not just worth saving, they're worth having people visiting, children going, to, going in and understanding what this is that's so different from what they know. Education is what's happening here, and I, I just really, really hope that you will indeed preserve 1950 Arden Way. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Vice Chair, I have no more speaker slips. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item?
Great, thanks, Vice Chair. So I'll kick it off with the comments. Uh, I just want to say thank you for the public comments because it's a great reminder that we're here today to educate the public on why Preservation Commission exists and that we have a say in when it comes to these historical buildings or potentially historical buildings. Speaking from a planning perspective, there, there's no possible way for us to always know if a uh, property is going to be historic. And this, this is why it was great that the director um, of historic preservation raise it up to this level for us to review so that we can evaluate it based on our expertise. And I'll just say off the bat that I think that there is significant and exceptionally historical significant context and um, evidence to show that even though it's 46 years old, there is a lot of historical significance at this property. It is a gateway in the Arden area. And if you look at where it's situated, I mean, just looking at it where it is right now and having it replaced with a drive-through, it just doesn't make sense to replace such that grandiose architecture because it's been built with quality design, quality materials, and there's public art on it. So I would be an argument that even without the context that there would be a drive-through going there, just demolishing it in general would be really like we wouldn't be doing our due diligence of like evaluating this um, piece of architecture regardless if Miller Sheets designed it or not I don't know how the Dudek report came about but I mean like let's put that aside and just evaluate for its context right now that that Arden area is a gateway and having that building there is provides um, historic very huge significance to that area so much of Arden arcade has changed over the years I mean if you look at going down all the way Arden um, like the movie theaters changed, so all the all those domes were demolished, and they only left one. And then the McDonald's, when they had that um, original architecture out there, that was pretty significant. Then it was re um, re remodeled. So, like if you look at it in this context, um, what this building provides, it does provide, is, uh, for me, a historical uh, significance. And um, just for clarification, if the director can provide, like if. I'm not saying that we're going that direction yet. I want to still hear the arguments from the other commissioners that if it was deemed historical significance, what would be the options for the applicant? Like, with how much could they change or alter to the building so that they, we can understand that process? Sure. Sure. Thank you, Commissioner Montemayor. Um, the, uh, we do have examples of mid-century modern banks that have been listed recently. There's one on Freeport Boulevard that has been adaptively reused as um, an office building, and it houses, um, I think, t one or two consulting firms. Um, that's the round building, if you know that uh, area down Freeport. Um, and so, you know, adaptive reuse is something we, we always uh, are looking to encourage with our historic resources. Um, with the, uh, I understand from the, the senior planner in this area that we've actually been contacted by someone who's interested in opening a charter school in this building, probably heard about it as a result of the nomination. But um, so a, a school is another uh, possibility. Um, offices, schools, um, and staff, do you, you want to chime in? Any other uh, uh, ideas on adaptive reuse of resource like this? Um, yeah, there's also been numerous Miller Sheets buildings that have been converted to restaurants um, in Redlands, California. There's an example. Um, and there's also um, any changes that occur on the building are going to be according to the Secretary of the Interior standards. That can include additions or modifications to the building um, that are reversible that, that can uh, accommodate new uses as well. Yeah, there's also a, there's also a bank that's more of an Art Deco period bank um, that hasn't actually been adaptively reused, but it's, um, there have been several proposals to turn it into a music venue. Of course, we have our older banks, that uh, the, the Bank, uh, which is a, a restaurant space um, in downtown, and then we also have 
um, a kitty corner from it, there's another bank that's a much larger sort of office building bank that's being proposed to be turned into a boutique hotel, but that doesn't really apply to this building because it has a different uh, stature and floor plan. Okay, great. Thanks, staff, for clarifying that. So there are avenues to for this site. I mean, like, given this, uh, where its location is and the size of the building, I think there definitely is potential to readapt and reuse, and I, I'm thankful for those uh, examples you gave, Sean. Okay, that's all my comments right now. I'll go ahead with some comments. So I reviewed both evaluations and the rebuttal and um, just kind of wanted to break down my thoughts about the different, the three different criterion arguments. So with criterion three, which means that the resource embodies the distinctive characteristics of a style, type, period, or method of construction, it is a great example of a new formalism style building with its monumental massing, quality, travertine, and the murals, of course. The other examples provided in Dudex Rebuttal are also really good examples of new formalism architecture, but that doesn't mean that this building can't be eligible. Um, and most buildings also don't perfectly fit within the style that they're prescribed. They're not gonna have every single detail that's possible within that architectural style. Um, so, in summary, I believe that this building is eligible under Criterion 3 for its new formalism architecture. Under Criterion 4, uh, which represents a notable work of a master designer, builder, or architect, the information provided in both evaluations and rebuttals seem to suggest that Miller Sheets Studio was the creative force behind the design of the building. And, um, during the rebuttal, the architect on record was identified as Frank Hamulka and Associates. Uh, there is archival documentation showing that the two, two firms collaborated on the building. Uh, so the two are not separate from each other in this situation. Uh, Dudek's evaluation and rebuttal focus on that Millard Sheets wasn't the architect and therefore it can't be eligible, but this criterion is designed to identify resources associated with designers, not necessarily architects. So that's an important little nuance to the criterion that we have to keep in mind. Um, there does seem to be question over the level of involvement of sheets and the design of the building, and there seems to be more of an opportunity to dig a little deeper into a few things with the research, including the architect on record, uh, Frank Homolka, whether or not he or his firm could be considered a master architect. Um, there is mention of it in the rebuttal evaluation, but there could be a little bit more done there. And then, um, it would be great to determine the involvement of Sheets and Susan Hertel and Dennis O'Connor to better outline the argument for the work of a notable designer. So <clears throat> I would recommend additional research into Frank Hamulka and Associates, Susan Hertel and Dennis O'Connor to determine if all of those people associated with the building are masters in their field to better outline the criterion argument for. For criteria five, which is possesses high artistic value, according to the city 
evaluation, the building includes Sacramento-specific public art as integral part of the architectural design, and that's located in a prominent lot with monumental size and park-like grounds, and these murals are included in the build, building's design to show respect for the city and its history. So when I read this, I understand it to mean that Millard Sheets Studio designed the building, art, and landscaping for a purpose of creating a space with artistic value to enhance a people's experience uh, within their community and within that property. I reviewed the National Register, Historic, uh, National Register of Historic Places Bulletin 15, which is um, something that architectural historians and cultural resources individuals uh, use in guidance for their evaluations into properties like th these. And a property is eligible for its high artistic values if it, is f if it fully articulates a particular concept of design that it expresses an I aesthetic ideal. It's a mouthful. So uh, based on that and the information and the evaluations, I believe it can be successfully argued that this property articulates the Sheets Studio artistic concept of design for these bank buildings um, in general and also this particular building because of its prominence and public art in our park playgrounds. I also want to note that Dudex rebuttal focuses on who is doing the designing, whether or not it's Frank Homoka or uh, Sheets, uh, but that's not specifically important for this particular criterion. This criterion is focused on the value of the design, not the designer. So based on the evaluation arguments and the artistic design of the building and its site, I believe that this building can be eligible under criterion five. Regarding the exceptional significance argument, the city argues that it's a unique building for the home savings and loan um, as a main branch building with special interest employed in its design and unique, as a unique building in Sacramento. And the rebuttal focuses on that there are eight other locations in the Sacramento area and more across California and that it's not rare. However, only one of those eight is similar in design and public art and the others are uh, either less monumental, don't have the public art, or maybe just a different style in general. So I support the exceptional significance argument by the city because it does appear to be an uncommon building type in Sacramento designed by Sheets Studio. Uh, so in conclusion, I support the ordinance listing the building in the Sacramento Register eligible under Criterion 3 and 5. I do recommend updating Criterion 4 to determine whether or not the building represents a work of a notable master designer with contributions from Sheets, Hurdle, uh, O'Connor, uh, and uh, Frank Homoka, or whatever the research may determine. Any other questions or comments from commissioners? Uh, I think that was a very thorough um, uh, summary of uh, the criteria and um, uh, explanations behind it. Uh, I, I, I agree with pretty much everything you've said. I, I wanted to start on a personal note, though, as a 
longtime resident of, uh, of Sacramento and uh, now a resident of the Arden Arcade area. Um, my first bank account was at Guild Savings and Loan, uh, which was then acquired by American Savings and then Washington Mutual. Uh, so this was my bank branch. Uh, I remember from a very young age looking at those murals and seeing the stories that were being told within them. Uh, it's, it, it's a memory that's lasted throughout my childhood and into my career because it was one of the reasons why I was inspired to become an architect. Uh, I studied architecture at Cal Poly Pomona uh, with some special topic studios in mid-century modernism. Uh, and Pomona is just down the street from Claremont and the Millard Sheets studio. Uh, so my professors uh, encouraged us to visit Claremont and observe the Millard Sheets studio designs that are peppered throughout the area. Uh, and I felt like it was home again. There was a little piece of Sacramento there right outside of my college. Uh, and I was inspired to think that artists and architects can work together and collaborate and create landmark buildings. Um, thinking back to those uh, amazing designs on the Claremont College's campus, the Millard Sheet Studio itself, uh, they are very comp comparable to the design of um, 1950 Arden Way. Uh, I wouldn't see any uh, higher or, or lower level of uh, uh, attention to design or significance within uh, those two structures. Uh, so from an academic standpoint, I would support uh, that the significance of this building remains, uh, the artistic integrity of the Millard Sheets Studios, whether or not it was Millard Sheets himself or one of his longtime associates, the company's name was Millard Sheets Associates, uh, still meets that criteria of uh, extending to artists and artisans uh, and does not distinguish between whose name is on the door or uh, who's the licensed architect or who is the designer that is supporting the architect of record. Uh, in addition, uh, I did have to uh, look up what new formalist design was because uh, Either I wasn't paying attention in class uh, or uh, everything within the international style or modernism was kind of bunched together. Uh, and seeing what new formula style is and uh, what it may or may not include, uh, I saw all of the elements of new formalism within 1950 Arden Way. Uh, the prominence of Millard Sheets versus uh, works of a master uh, being Susan Hurdle or Miller Sheets Associates, I, I think those are just minor nuances. Uh, the, the nuances of new formalism versus modernism uh, as a whole, uh, in, in my opinion, are also um, uh, kind of a moot point. Uh, so I know I'm kind of bumbling around here, but just really in conclusion, I've evaluated both the DUDEC uh, uh, evaluation and, uh, and the staff's evaluation. Uh, I see value in both of them. Um, but uh, for the most part, I see that there is significance here in this, uh, in this project, and, and we should pay attention to it. So I do support the, uh, um, the ordinance. Well, uh, shall we pass a motion to uh, recommend to city council to pass the ordinance listing the building in the Sacramento Register 
eligible under Criterion 3 and 5 uh, with the recommendation to update Criterion 4 with more information regarding the masters potentially associated with the building. Any other motions? Um, thanks. Um, I, I think um, when, as I was reading through and listening to the presentations, I thought there was um, sufficient evidence for um, Criterion 4 um, with Sheets, um, Sheet Studio um, being the um, uh, considered the master um, artist architecture on, in this case. Um, so I don't know that that needs to be amended. My opinion. Is there a protocol here? I'm fine with not amending it. Do we have to? So we'll put forward. So I think you've made a friendly amendment to the motion. And um, if you accept the amendment, then you can restate the motion. I accept the amendment. So your motion is just to move staff recommendation as is? Yes. Is there a second? I'll second that. All right. Um, will the clerk please call roll for the vote? Thank you, Vice Chair. Commissioners, please unmute. Commissioner Merker? Yes. Commissioner Burns? Yes. Commissioner Montemayor? Yes. Vice Chair Nayer? Yes. Chair McSlapkin? Absent. Thank you. Motion passes. Okay, next item is the director's report. Thank you, Vice Chair. I have a couple short items for the director's report this evening. Um, first of all, the uh, North Sacramento School was listed on the Sacramento Register last week as, a, as our newest landmark, um, so that, uh, that was exciting, um, unanimously supported by City Council. Um, next, the, we have recently onboarded uh, four new interns along with our current intern, Derek uh, Roberts. So we have a total of five interns now. Um, these are uh, volunteers and uh, paid interns, two paid interns and, and uh, three volunteers, um, which, is a, which is a relief um, to have some, some staff to help with some of our priorities. And then uh, the last item I have for the director's report is that uh, I just wanted to remind everybody that we have a full agenda next month. So please, uh, if you are able, please attend that uh, meeting. It is, it is going to be, uh, there's going to be quite a few items to deal with. Um, and maybe a later evening, uh, that includes the nomination of the uh, Southland Park Hills or Eichler Historic District to the register. So that will be coming before you, along with uh, several other items, the CLG annual report, et cetera. And that concludes my remarks for the director's report. Uh, I can answer any questions. If there are new questions, then the next item on the agenda are member comments and ideas. 
Are there any commissioners who'd wish to speak? All right, then we'll move on to uh, the last item, public comments matters not on the agenda. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on public comments matters not on the agenda? Thank you, Vice Chair. I have no speaker slips for public comments matters not on the agenda. Great, then this concludes today's agenda. Thank you everyone for your participation. The meeting is adjourned. Congrats on your first chair.